0: Hello there. This is Jim, the Keys bartender coming to you from the Florida Keys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I got I think I got everything covered. Yesterday I recorded a whole show and I wasn't happy with it, so I chickened it and recorded another one. Thought the sound quality was good, but then I didn't realize I had the auto ducting on. And I guess autoducting does when there is a gap in sound that it stops recording. And that's, that doesn't work for me because that, it just is choppy. You know, It doesn't necessarily pick up right when you start. And if you have a lot of pauses, then it's real choppy. And I think the pauses are as important as the content in between sometimes, sometimes. I'm not saying all the times and I say, Jim, you, your show is shit. So what? I'm still doing it. And it's not shit. To me, at least. I'm going to call this episode, Where Did Everybody Go? We will get to that. Uh, it is beautiful here today. It's breezy, mid to upper 70s, 76, 77 degrees, Uh Big fluffy clouds out there. I I got a little time at the gym. Was able to wash my car. Give my dog a little outside time. Got to walk her for a little while. She likes to walk a little. She's getting up there. On that, I notice every time I bring out a treat for her, she does a little dance. And that's something she learned years ago. She does this thing where she turns left or right and does a little circle and prances around. And I felt kind of guilty making my dog dance for her food. Imagine if we had to do that and say, well, I mean, there's a lot of people pretty much have to dance for the food. Yep, I mean, blatantly, we can say strippers dance for the food, right? I mean, dance for the coke too I guess but uh, not not that all strippers or adult entertainers or exotic dancers whatever you like to be called are addicted to cocaine but I mean it's hard to be addicted to cocaine I don't know what got me to go down that rabbit hole what I'm saying is right then when you're giving someone something to eat to require them to do something is kind of like the string, having strings attached to it, right? If you're going to give something to someone, just give it to them. You don't don't ask for, people get upset if they don't get a thank you or a thank you note for a gift. They want them to do, oh, oh please, you know, like a Oliver Twist. May I have more, please? I mean, when you're feeding someone, feeding someone is one of those things you should just give without Expecting. Years ago, in the late '80s, I guess '88, I did a brief stint as a driver of a van for a foundation. It was called the Trevor. I think it was Trevor Farrell Foundation. It was. He was a young kid from the suburbs of Philadelphia. When I say a young kid, he was. He was like eleven. 12 years old and he started a foundation where he would go about downtown Philadelphia and feed homeless people from the back of a van. And people volunteered to prepare food for the people and they would set it up like a food truck where they'd go to the places where homeless people would congregate and You know, just they'd start lining up and give them plates of food. Making, you know, there was like vegetable lasagna, you know, all different stuff. But, you know, when you're hungry, I guess that at the time I wasn't like keen on vegetable lasagna or zucchini lasagna and stuff like that. But these people made put a lot of thought into making big trays of food for people and they keep on driving. I drive that van around. It's It was interesting when I did it. um, The young Trevor was pretty much the boss and it was a volunteer thing the girl I was seeing at the time was a volunteer there and once that ended I kind of didn't end well so you know working with Trevor's foundation wasn't one of those things I would do to see her you know I didn't want to really see I know yeah, it's horrible but we didn't ask them to do anything when we fed them just other than show up Hold the plate. Here's some silverware. Here's some napkins. Here's a drink. You know, bottles of water or whatever we did back then. I don't know if we did a big jug of of, of juice, uh, you know, Kool Aid, high C, or whatever it was. We just gave it. And we didn't expect anything in return. Neither did Trevor Farrell. Just did it out of the kindness of his heart. He didn't expect any laudation, laudatory speeches. He ended up getting, I think he ended up getting an award from the United Nations. And that year, I think Mother Teresa got one too. That was a pretty big honor. But I'm I'm pretty sure the kid wasn't expecting that. And otherwise, his kid wasn't, he just liked skateboards and basketball and he wanted to feed the homeless people. Nice thing, huh? So when my dog came up and I reach into the treats I get the this grass fed beef and sweet potato jerky. My dog's tiny, so I only give him one. I give her one, Roxy. She starts dancing when I come out and I say, You don't have to dance, just wait for it, you know? I'm just opening the bag and I felt kind of guilty that we made her dance for her food. I think there shouldn't be any strings attached, especially for someone you love or an animal you love, right? Which is someone. A lot of people confer personhood on the animals. Okay, well, I guess that's enough of that. Last night was Wednesday, and for some reason, the numbers dropped dramatically. We didn't see a lot of tourists yesterday, and we didn't see a lot of tourists on the road. And this morning, I went. After the gym, before I washed the car, I went to the supermarket, and there was like a couple, like four checkout lanes at around 9.30, which isn't that many people, that many lanes, and there was only like two or three people in each line, I wondered where everyone was going. This is the beginning of, what is this, the beginning of spring break for up uh, in South Florida for the kids in school, and I'll... Um, want to comment on that I have a theory about it but also colleges are fall swing their' spring break they start a little earlier than uh, grade schools and high schools and you know, all these primary schools they they start now and they go through Easter I guess and start tailing off there's because generally colleges over in May so you can't really do a spring break it, it's already we're already two and a half months in so most of them break or going to break next week so I just it seemed like everyone disappeared the roads are busy because of all the people having worked on the, down here I'm gonna pause this for a second I got to take a phone call I'll be right back oh my god I almost put that on the air I'll get back to dancing for your food and where everyone went. Uh, the, so everyone, the volume of people definitely declined recently. And I, I thought that it might stay through May. There was a lot of bookings that came, came through here. But I imagine because the weather's getting nicer up north, there's none of these people making spur of the moment travel plans and everything's opening up in different states. And it's turning into spring, so people don't have to escape as much. They, they're ready to go out in the towns and the states they're from. And with, when it comes to kids being out of school, most of them were out of school in that they didn't have to physically go to school. A lot of them were doing remote learning, so it really didn't matter if they were down here or up there. I know it kind of sucks your family decides to go on vacation and you're doing re- remote learning and during the day. But it really doesn't matter, does it? You don't have to physically be in school. I guess a lot of them are doing it at night. They get their assignments. It's all online. It's, you know, so it just makes it easier for people to travel and they say, listen, can I get my assignments? You know, the assignments are there on your computer. So that's another thing. And we haven't gotten like the big boost of the Miami crowd coming down here. Because Miami and Fort Lauderdale are opening up. A lot of people down here think, well, that's just a momentary pause. You know, we got St. Patrick's Day. You know I mean? We still have our snowbirds down here. Part of our snowbirds down here. So we'll see. But it does seem like there was a dip, a drastic dip this week. In uh, visitors. And once they start going, they're going to start going to South Carolina, they're going to go to Myrtle Beach, they're going to go to Texas, Padre Island, New Orleans, because that'll, I mean, Mardi Gras already happened, but I don't know what Louisiana was like, and all this stuff. But the weather's, there's beautiful, I imagine. It's in the 70s there, too. So we're not... The outlier when it comes to non-freezing temperatures anymore. A lot of the places I noticed up in the Northeast are hitting 60. So it's not a big drive for people just to rush out. Imagine the Jersey Shore is going to be really busy this summer. So we're going to have to figure out what happened. The prices went way up for hotel rooms, I noticed down here. And there's no, I mean, they're not discussing it. It's funny how people don't discuss these things, right? That the prices are up fifties, 75, 100% for hotel rooms. It was not unusual to see $800, 900 hotel rooms in Key West these last couple weeks. And this is searches I do. In there. I'm going to just close my window right now. I'm going to pause this once again. I'm going to do it because there's someone with a, a leaf blower. And I hate those fucking things. I hate fucking leaf blowers. It's the laziest shit in the world. You're just blowing a shit on the street. You know? Just fucking rake them or, or, or use them for mulch or something like that. Let I me. Mean, oh, it went down again. I don't have to stop. So. Yeah, I, all, I, I think that besides the pollution of a gas-powered leaf blower and the noise pollution, also the particulates and the dust they put up, just spraying it, pushing this stuff all around it. I mean, whenever a neighbor has a lawn service and you see them with leaf blowers, and you say, "Yeah, I know where these fucking leaves are going. They're going onto my lawn." It's total bullshit the laziness. It's just like sweeping your stuff, right? It's all the dirt. I, I am going to have to pause. Here they go again. Oh, they're on both sides of me. I'll be right back. Fucking chainsaws and leaf blowers. The bane of recording in Florida, especially when you want to have your windows open and stuff like that. I guess I'm going to have to close my windows and put the AC on just for sound. That sucks. But I'm not gonna bitch about that stuff anyway. They gotta make a living and stuff like that. But that is such a bullshit way, taking leaves and blowing them onto your neighbor's lawn. I mean I I them. they say they blow the leaves on my lawn, I use it for mulch, so my lawn ends up being more fertile. It's always going the grass is just gonna be greener on my side. Well, neighbor on one side just has stone anyway. They do that down here. And we have talked about that before. About people having their lawns covered up. Their grass taken off. Taken out. And just doing stone on top. Or when they develop a property. It's just stone. I hate that stuff. But it's good. I guess it's good for some way. It's good for the aquifer. Because water can soak down through the, the stones better. And when it comes to grass. If someone's trying to just do perfect grass across they got to put a shitload of fertilizer and that's bad for the aquifer so i just use natural i just do the natural i keep the lawn down and stuff like that and when weed show up the weed show up i got the green covering i keep it down you know low the lawn down low around two two inches three inches and it's just natural natural stuff you don't have to put any chemicals on it I know it's not going to look perfect, but it's good for, you know, it filters, you you got the soil and it filters out the impurities and you got uh, vegetation growing and vegetation helps filter out pollutants from waters and, and, and things like that. The problem with having all these blacktop and asphalt and cement covering is that you have no place for the water to soak in. And then there's the people that take fucking AstroTurf and put AstroTurf in front of her house. You know? Why don't you just paint the... I mean, why don't you just paint your asphalt green? Right? You're going to fake it or do something with uh, 3D lights. Just say, hey, listen, yeah, there's there's my lawn. It's not real. Right? They just want to have a green, they would put a green fucking plastic lawn out. It's like having fake plants in your house. I mean, I can understand if you have allergies and stuff like that and you want to look at plants. Oh, well, that kind of suck Because a, poor, a fake plant is like the same way I feel about decaf coffee. Why the fuck are you drinking it? I know you're used to coffee and stuff like that, but the main thing people like about the coffee isn't necessarily the taste. It's the caffeine as I take a big, giant sip of my coffee. Mmm. Delicious. Yeah, I won't... If I had to drink decaf, I would just go to not drinking coffee altogether. That's why I don't drink non-alcoholic beer. I mean, do you drink beer for the taste? If I like taste, I drink club soda with flavored Flavored club soda, regular club soda, squeeze a lemon, squeeze a lime, a little water. You can make a little thing in it. But, I mean, uh, people say, well, I just like the taste of beer. I mean, who the fuck likes it? I mean, I, you tell yourself. You remember the first time you had a beer when you were a kid? It was disgusting. Same thing if you're a scotch drinker or a bourbon drinker. The first time, the first time you're it, you have to get used to it. Just like coffee. People that drink black coffee, it's bitter. It's bitter and strong. The active ingredient, the reason why people became popular, was the caffeine. It's like chewing chewing cocoa leaves. People want it for the effect. Same thing for pot. No one says, hey, listen, I got this pot that doesn't have any THC. You just smoke it and you get all the pot smell. But none of the THC. Well, who the fuck is going to buy that? I mean, you probably get a couple knuckleheads that buy it. I, I wouldn't. First of all, I'm not big on inhaling that stuff. I always think putting particulates in your lungs is not necessarily the best thing. Uh, it's funny about that. I was having a discussion with someone the uh, last night, and someone they were talking about ashtrays and they said, listen, when I'm, they were talking about, they they smoke, but he says, my, my ashtray has to be cleaned. And I said, what do you mean clean? Like, does it have any loose ashes in it? No, it's got to be, I like to start with a clean ashtray so you can fucking dirty it up. Put your cigarettes in it. You're the one that's dirty enough. You should be cleaning the, you should be cleaning the ashtrays. I should not be cleaning your ashtrays. You're doing, It's it's like, flushing your own toilet or wiping your own ass. You're, you're the one doing it. It's not my duty to do it. But what... Clean ashtrays are not. If you have ashtrays, they should be clean. But why the fuck are you so concerned about having a clean ashtray when you're taking that shit and you're putting it into your fucking lungs? Down your esophagus, all the way past the thing, getting into your little sacks in your in your lungs tar nicotine all that shit and you want a clean fucking ashtray you should take you should see the shit that's inside your lungs and put that inside an ashtray and see what that looks like take it from me i smoked for years when i went out drinking holy shit I would bring two extra packs of cigarettes behind besides the open pack I had. Cuz I know I'd be smoking like a fucking chimney. And chimney. Chimney. To smoke, 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 smoke And the next fucking day, it felt as if I put Elmer's glue all over my lungs. I have a heart. <gasps> <sighs> years later I mean geez and, you know I'm a spin instructor I do a lot of cardio I think I expanded what remaining capacity I have I'm sure I damaged did a decent amount of damage to my lungs the last time I had a cigarette was over uh, was about eight years ago I had one cigarette and then before that was about three years yeah It was a stupid thing. I mean, it was between that and drinking at the time. And I was quitting drinking, so I was smoking again. I, I won't get into the details on why you did that. But when I was actively drinking and smoking years ago, it was a bad combination. I was doing a number on my liver and a fucking number on my lungs. And when you're concerned about it, it's just like anybody over... If you overindulge in alcohol... Like you can talk about how fucking great the liquor that is you drink, but if at the end of the day you're drinking a whole box of wine, I don't care if you have a bottle of Rothschild, 1926. It's it's your your liver's fucked. You know, it's just like the people that the way they dine. They talk about how great their food is and all this stuff, but they go and eat at fucking McDonald's and shit like that. I love fucking McDonald's. I used to love smoking. I used to love drinking. I realize that building a lifestyle around those things are no good for your body. I'm paying the price for it Some some ways. There's a lot of things I could have done. You know, all the sugars I have, you know, I, I'm lucky I'm not diabetic. I'm lucky I'm not diabetic. All the sugar, after I stopped drinking, I started eating fucking tons of sweet. Uh, during COVID, I was going like fucking crazy downing these lifesavers, these wintergreen lifesavers. Do a fucking whole bag in a day. That's a lot. That's a quarter pound of sugar. Easy. Easy quarter pound of sugar. I say shit about soda. Yeah, sugar water. I know. Here I am on my high horse and stuff like that. You got you got to do something for yourself because no one else is going to do it. They're not. They may make you fucking dance for your meal, but you don't have to dance for a meal that sucks. It's going to fucking kill you. I know. I tied it all together, didn't I? Here we are. Talking about having to earn your meal and stuff like that, but it's actually, you, you your body's going to acclimate to your lifestyle. But it's going to acclimate in a positive or negative way. So we're coming up quickly, I said on a previous show, up on St. Patrick's Day, right? And. I know with the intentions I know every time I went well it didn't really matter St. Patrick's Day or a day before St. Patrick's Day or a day after St. Patrick's Day I was going to and the day of St. I was going to do there's one thing I was going to do I was going to fucking drink I was going to fucking drink a lot but a lot of people make plans for it I didn't have to make plans I knew what I was going to do I didn't know necessarily where it'd be where it'd end up but yeah, I'd go out. I mean i didn't drink a lot. I drank the same thing I always drank. I didn't stay—I stayed away from fucking green beer because it made the you know draft beer turn flat once you put green dye in it. Whenever you put an impurity into it, you never see a big fucking head on a green beer. You could, I guess, you could if it was incorporated correctly into the brewing process. But that's just a fucking novelty. Green dye. A, nut- a nutritionist that I went to when I was trying to figure out why, at the middle of the day, my I would just crash. They this nutritionist said to me, "Hey, listen. One of the things he told me was when you eat a cheese, make sure it's white cheese." And it wasn't because it was racist. He wasn't a white supremacist, white cheese supremacist. What he meant to say is, what's cheese made from? I said dairy and stuff like that. And he goes, well, cheddar and all those things that have the color have food it. Now, some of them may use natural coloring and things like that. But in general, they use food coloring. So you don't need it. Just get the ones that don't have food coloring, natural color. It doesn't really do much for taste. So after that, I kind of was mindful about it. I try to stay away from it. Whenever you see the yellow stuff like that, that's dye. I'm not saying it's going to kill you, but he says why why use something you really don't need and doesn't do anything for you? Then, other than aesthetically, like looking at it. Oh, I'm drinking green beer, I'm drinking Irish whiskey, and if you are on St. Patrick's Day. You got to drink Jamesons if you are drinking James, uh, if you drink an Irish whiskey, because the other one's Bushmills, and Bushmills you might as well be drinking under a Union Jack, because Bushmills is a Northern Irish whiskey, <coughs> and they don't really do big things for St Patrick's Day. I don't want to get partisan about it and stuff like that, but you know that's the thing they drink Jamesons. Jamesons, my God. Think about the way... It's huge here. Jameson's huge. Irish Whiskey's huge here. It's 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 much like the way Jack Daniels is around the world. You go to Poland, there's a shitload of Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels. Over here, you know, there's still a lot of people in the United States drink Jack Daniels. But so many people, considering the size of the country, and stuff like that, it's amazing that Jameson's has such a following. And how such a small country, you know, a country that's... I guess Ireland's the size of New Jersey. Maybe a little larger. But it has about the same amount of people. That it has such a huge influence, uh, an outsized holiday for the numbers. And like I said previously, the celebrations have nothing to do with the person they're celebrating. Just they're celebrating another reason to get drunk. There's no reason, there's no other reason for it, St. Patrick's Day, in 90% of the celebrations out there. There's some of them where you got the Hibernian clubs, they got a little dancing and stuff like that. They eat cabbage and corned beef and, and potatoes and shit like that. But once again, if it was really that great, there would be a fast food chain called corned beef and cabbage or to taste the taste of Ireland and a leprechaun on it says like this we serve all types of Irish food now there's some really good Irish food when you talk about shepherd's pie seafood they do a lot of shellfish things uh, I'm sure lobster bisque and all that stuff lamb shepherd's pie I may have said that twice but after that you've exhausted almost everything that's the that's the reason you only see that stuff that ham and cabbage once a year. It's just like turkey, how many fucking times can you roast a whole turkey? Thanksgiving and Christmas is is the days, and there's people that need to eat an alternate protein source. and need turkey to get turkey breasts and stuff like that. Uh, but the whole turkey itself. If it wasn't for November and December, there'd be no reason for these huge turkey farms and shit like that. And the lunch meat. I don't know what they do with all the tur- all the other fucking turkey. I guess you make a turkey loaf out of it. Yeah, whatever. When you have something left over, why don't you make a loaf? Like Scrapple. You don't want to know what's in Scrapple. It's everything. It's You know how bad a hot dog is? How bad a sausage is? You haven't seen anything until you see the contents of Scrapple. It's a mishmash of different you know, beef or pork. It's a mishmash of all the scraps. That's why they call it Scrapple. It's the scraps left over the processing of beef and pork. And how we got there, after I started talking about the business of No one being down here and stuff like that. And then we finish with Scrapple from Philadelphia. A place that doesn't serve Scrapple, though, if you're ever in town here in Key Largo, is at Mile Marker 102 Oceanside, the catch restaurant and bar. It's open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, serving many seafood and non-seafood dishes with a happy hour from Monday through Friday, 3.30 to 6.30, with really great deals on food and drinks, And if you catch your own seafood, bring it in. They'll prepare it any way that you like and provide you two sides with it. It's a great deal. It's a good time. Currently, they have live music on Saturday evening. So if you're in town, come see us at 102, mile marker 102, in Key Largo, Oceanside, the catch restaurant and bar, and tell them the Keys bartender sent you. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd like to apologize again for the sound quality once again. And if you're still listening, thank you for the hardcore. I know that, you know, you try to share it and stuff like that. And people say, hey, this is shit. What does this guy have to fucking tell me? I don't know. I'd like to thank him. I don't know why. I I guess because I I don't know why I have the listeners downloading in India and stuff like that. uh, Because I do talk to a lot of people from India eventually when I get calls. You know, usually... Telemarketing calls and stuff like that. I know it's tough. Maybe you're learning, maybe you're learning some tactics here. But uh, currently, when I was got off the phone recently, when I was interrupted, I took a phone call. It was a, supposedly was updating my Google listing. But I have a feeling it wasn't Google. I have a feeling that it was a company that does uh, what do they call it optimization. And they call and they look at your Google listing. They confirm all this stuff. And then they go and say, hey, for so-and-so, we'll make your list here and stuff like that. I'm not going to give them any money. Because I got all the business and the phone calls that I need right now. And I just started out with that side business. So I'd like to thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please send me a message at jim at keysbartender.com. Take care, and I have a little music for you to send you out on. Thank you.